Welcome to the Sons of Spielberg podcast. It's officially the podcast and it's officially the beginning of it. We've started it. It's off. We're off. It's episode three of the podcast. Focusing <laughs> on episode two of the web series, which was called Size Matters. The name's a pun, isn't it? Or is it is it a pun? Is that what they call it? A pun? It's got two meanings. It's ambiguous. Double entendre. It's ambivalent. Um, because is it is it that size matters, or are the matters that are of a are size nature? To, in this, yeah, their size <laughs> matters. Yes, and that's well because in the episode they are is both, isn't it? It was the second episode of the, the web series. The so, tough second album. Oh, it was the tough second. <laughs> what I was going to say was we'd done one episode, yeah. but an episode is not a web series. It isn't. And, and you might argue that two episodes yeah, is also say, not a web I'd series. I'd say two isn't a series yet either. But it's definitely, you know, on the journey to be- becoming a web series. Well, that's true. Um, yeah, I'm, a lot of happy memories of that one, Stuart. But yeah, so we, we did two two in a row. That was quite good going. That was exciting. Um, so we'll, well, let's take stock. We had two episodes, which is working towards a web series, which is mm. cool. That was more of a web series than we'd ever made before. So and we'd done two episodes in two months. And... We'd had a lot of fun doing it. We certainly had. And it, it was very eye-opening and exciting at the time. Um, I think what we did, where we went wrong after that was... Uh, the scope. We, we, went, we went too big. <laughs> we... Our, the original plan, five minute long per episode. And uh, it was already, we were already double that. I think we were 12 minutes in episode yeah. two. The episode two was a good three or four minutes longer than episode one. It's, a, it's 12 minutes, Liam. It's jam-packed full of... Mm. Um, Buzz. Us, yeah, yeah. Some people think that's a good thing. Obviously, yeah. the two thousand six hundred people have watched it at this point. Is it two thousand six hundred? Yeah. Wow, we are. We gotta tell you what, we are hitting the big time now. Slow down, guys. That's, You're gonna break the internet. Listen, eh, how many? Like in six years, that's all. How many per year is that? Between six and seven hundred a year. Our survey says four hundred and thirty. Four well, about four hundred and thirty people a year then. See, I am a, you know the sunny optimist of the group, wow. so you know. Um, so a small theatre's worth of people have watched it every year. That's cool. I mean, to be honest though, hey, but they've all watched listen, it last year. Listen though, I mean, like the first year to follow that <laughs> that idea. If we'd booked a cinema once a year to show this episode. Yeah, it would have sold out every year. Wow, that is that's a good positive way to look at it. <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. So what? Let's. Uh, what do you? What do you remember about filming that? Those first scenes. Then. So we've got. What's the first scene? The first scene is uh, well. So, for those of you who haven't watched the episode, the sons are about to go to a meeting with a new client, and they've gone big beans. Yeah. At the start, because they're like, we it's a business meeting, so we should dress in suits because this is what we did in real life. Well, that's the that's the, that's yeah. where that whole joke came from. The magician's outfit and Liam's wearing this sort of white uh, televangelist yeah, yeah, televangelist <laughs> number. Yeah. Um, uh, this is based on the real life situation where we r- did turn up for a business meeting, and I would say we were probably overdressed. We were a hundred percent overdressed. We were yeah. in full suits, and full suits. the uh, nobody at that place was. They were like, it was a sort of polo shirt kind yeah, of yeah. place. So then there yeah. was Ingebjörg. Enter um, Ingebjörg. Enter Ingebjörg, our enigmatic um, Russian so in, billionaire. In real life, once we done when we did episode one, um, they uh, it got a little bit of buzz in uh, Dundee 
um, certainly among you know like uh, local filmmakery actory types and things like that. So we got uh, another local fil- filmmaker, Dylan, who, uh, but he was very very um, keen to be involved back then. I don't know if he would be now, but he was certainly <laughs> back then. He was he was quite keen, and uh, I remember when we first brought him to the thing he was already doing the accent and everything he'd already it was in like he was in character the entire time he didn't like in between takes walking up to the building <laughs> until we cut i think he was in character yeah, the entire time method. so what the what the real life and you didn't realize was this he maybe realized it was our first job i think he definitely but realized we were small is, time because yeah, you i don't yeah. know if you remember but he referred to in one of our mates with him he was like i you know i'm a philanthropist i like to do charity work you guys are like my charity <laughs> yeah, work so it's like, okay he, so he knows that we are he, not big time filmmakers he literally referred to us as his charity work and we were happy to take it in the situation because we were we were aspiring filmmakers we didn't have a lot of the gear we make a joke about it in the thing about just trying to guess the price and all the rest of it but in life you know we didn't have a lot of business acumen we were doing yeah because we and at the time we joked one of us joked in an ingebjörg voice and said the words why not a million (laughs) like laughing at like our inability to price things and pricing things way too much yeah Um, other other cool thing about that was the actual scene is filmed in obviously an office uh, or some sort of meeting room mm. um, back in the day, Liam. I don't know if you remember, if you can cast your mind back so far. We did not have such facilities. Yeah, we didn't have a meeting room. Whereas now, we didn't have rooms to meet in. Now. We've got we got it all. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, meeting room. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So in this situation, we um, had a friend just down the road mm. in Tag Games. Um, they looked like they got a cool office set up and a cool office block. So we said, Paul, would you be able to? maybe swing it so that we could come and do a bit of filming. And he said, no. No, no way. Um, but I think it was more because, like, I think their meeting rooms were maybe getting decorated or something like that. He says, but we've got our neighbours downstairs, are a company called Proper Games. He's like, we haven't yet, but these, these guys will. Yeah, those guys, they'll take you. Yeah, so then what happens, what happens after that? Do we just go straight to the filming of the, in the, in the show? Is it, it's, we, yeah, I think it just goes yeah, straight to, to getting ready to film the thing. Because Liam says he's got scene. a, yeah. Liam says he's got like a, a model, he knows a guy that could be the model. And I know, then, just the guy. Uh, yeah, and then uh, then it cuts to them setting up. So this, so what they're setting up is like a sort of blue screen background yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. What we intended to do for them, which we didn't tell them this though, because otherwise they would have known what, we were, what had gone wrong, but we were intending to film everything on a green screen and then uh, make it very sort of clean, like the sort of Apple, I mean, that's not what we mean. Yeah, like infinite space videos, like, kind yeah, of thing, yeah. Infinite space, yeah. Um, with the window there <laughs> but we didn't know at all what we were doing and we used this fabric for the green screen that just was all folded and all like totally just an absolute shambles yeah. in terms of lighting didn't so, know the difference between a key light and a keyhole <laughs> so, so we couldn't you couldn't uh, for anyone who knows how to do green screen stuff that is not the way to do it and you like we couldn't remove any of the green from the background. So we were, I remember we were sitting at the screen and we were just like, how do we uh, make this good? And then I'm pretty sure it was James just like, let's make it black and white. Our, our solution was <laughs> to tell the client that 
black and white was timeless. Timeless. Oh my god. Black and white never goes out of style. You're right. Oh my gosh. That's a hundred percent what we did. Oh my goodness. We were so It's true it's true that we spun that line. It's not true that black and white makes it look timeless. Because those they look kind of dated. They look like they were made in the seventies and they were it. They were made. Essentially essentially that is why the foxcloth video is in that black and white colour as well. Yeah, we're referencing the original thing. Oh my gosh, I really hope original Ingebjörg does not hear this just now. Yeah. Went, nah, but we were his charity work. It was we were, fine. We were, we were trying our best in the scene after that. So the next scene that we go to where we're in the cafe is where all the little bits that relate to the character's individual plot lines happens. Like nothing... We're pretty much focusing on the job yeah. in episode two um, until the last scene. Yeah, but so in, in that last scene in the cafe is where we shove in all of the... Character other, development. Other plot lines, yeah. <laughs> so, and we realised, yeah, we, re- we didn't realise that until we were looking at the next episode and we were like, right, so what is the previously on that is relevant to this episode? And it all just came from that one conversation <laughs> yeah. at the table. So, uh, so then after that, we started thinking like, oh no, that's the, that is the stuff that we need. So we decided that each character, we would focus on uh, their relationship. That leads straight into the very final scene where Sharpie, who in real life has met he Kyle was, that was, for the very first time, yeah. <laughs> uh, and we pushed them into this um, uncomfortable situation uh, where one's sitting on top of the other with just pants on and some lipstick, and uh, Gemma's parents and Gemma walk in to find this uh, situation this has unfolded. sordid looking scene. Yeah, and that's what sets up the next episode, yeah. That that gave me a lot of joy, like seeing uh, Robin, who I'd not seen in ages, just come in and fully embrace the idea of just putting on a tiny pair of pants and lying on top of a man he's never met before. Yeah. <laughs> but, Kyle was a good sport as well, because um, I can't imagine he was super keen about that. I do remember it was really funny at one point, and Kyle might mention this when we talked to him, but the, I, I, I remember at one point um, Kyle was like, can we... Uh, do we need to be like um, crotch to crotch here? Can we not like have a have a little pillow or something in the middle? <laughs> that is, I think that's one of those things that we've written that I wasn't really sure if when people read the script it would ever materialise into actual footage because people yeah. just wouldn't be up for it. Well, because that because it's like that because we we didn't know any like actors would do it no problem they'd be fine they'd be like well it's just acting yeah know? but like you just your mate that you knew from school turning up and some you know and 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 someone that. Uh, mainly like makes films and things yeah. you know it doesn't because uh, Kyle's a filmmaker uh, more than an actor although he does, he does more acting nowadays but um, but yeah at the time it was just like will anyone do this because well, you didn't know any actors yeah <laughs> so, but I think that just opened yeah. the floodgates for us to might write more and more weird stuff <laughs> to try and get other people to do speaking of Kyle though we give him a phone let's see what let's see what's happening sure let's yeah. let's dial Kyle. Let's dial Kyle. Let's dial Kyle. Or let's dial Niall. If we say let's dial Niall, let's and then Niall. we uh, recast him at some point, <laughs> then we can still keep the name of this segment of the podcast. Yeah. Let's dial Niall. Let's dial Niall. It's a different guy. Well, or we um, could call it the Niall Files. Ooh, yeah. that's interesting. Although, I mean, is it... It, that, that makes it sound like he's going to give us some episodic content about his <laughs> things he's been investigating. <laughs> yeah, but Niall's not a real person. <laughs> I know, but I feel like yeah, I feel like it'd be great if he was. The Nilo file. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, that sounds like someone who just really loves 
So we have a total fan of this. We're actually not going to talk to Kyle Titterton. We're going to talk to the Niall Uber fan. fan. (laughs) (laughs) Here he is. I actually don't know if this is his number. Hello? Hi, Kyle. Hello? How you doing, my man? It's, uh, very it's, good, it's Liam, very good. Liam J. and Stuart Hamilton. Oh, you're old pals. You might, you might, you might uh, re- remember us as the characters Liam and Stu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are so funny. I wish you were funnier on the show. But <laughs> it's it's good. Great. How's it going, yeah. Kyle? How are you doing? So good. <laughs> great. That's brilliant. Kyle, we just wondered, well, this is, uh, this, we're doing, I mean, I'm pretty sure you've picked up on this, but we're just doing like yep. another of those podcast things. Yep. Um, and uh, we're doing the section that we've called um, Let's Dial Nile. No. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just, well, it's, it's Let's Dial Kyle. It's called, but I, we're, I was, we're, we're toying with either Let's Dial Kyle <laughs> or The Nile Files. <laughs> what do you prefer? Well, you know, we're actually we're talking about episode two um because we do this okay. ridiculous thing with the podcast where we don't really follow any kind of uh, chronological order or we're trying oh, to so we're back to episode two now and then um, there's a couple of things where first of all we were just wondering like can you remember anything about episode <laughs> two Yeah. Who would later go to be our cameraman. Yeah. Um, that was the first time I met him, I think. I remember being in the car <laughs> filming the scene where I'd been mauled by the dog. Yeah. And not one of us was happy with what we were doing. <laughs> That's so funny because Liam was, Liam was trying to remind me. Liam, Liam was trying to remind me of this I mean I remember the scene obviously but Liam was painting this picture of me being absolutely maniacal with rage and I don't remember that at all but um, you But we were also because we were reminiscing about the scene earlier in um, in the conversation and uh, that that thing when we went to show at right shoot cut it was actually the scene went down really well with that audience. Yeah, the biggest laugh. Yeah, it's great stuff, guys. More scenes like that. More scenes like that. Question question for me if you can remember far back. Where you where you literally reading the script on your knees in that scene? Um, in, the, in the scene where it looks like I'm reading the script on my knees, yes, almost certainly. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know what. Like, listen, I, I've prepared so hard for uh, episode one. When we got to episode two, it wasn't that I, I wasn't prepared. It was that we tried to do it quickly. So it kind of came to me a bit late, and I just wasn't, I didn't know the script as well. And yes, I uh, I can remember reading <laughs> off my knee. I, there's probably more scenes where I'm doing that sort of stuff. Do you remember kind of how you were feeling about the whole Sons of Spielberg thing at the episode two mark? Yeah. I, yes, I can. I was absolutely delighted with it, and I thought that episode one had 
come together so quickly. We showed at a right shoot cut where it went down an absolute storm. And then um, I was, it just thought it was so much fun. Uh, the crew was good. It was a bit... Um, it was a bit seat of the pants for the old film and stuff. But oh, yeah. Well, you guys still... You seem to have a handle on it, I have to be honest. You were always, you know... Um, it was, I've been on work shoots, let's put it that way. <laughs> That's good. Because <laughs> we were talking about the horror of when, um, when uh, or I was talking about the horror of when we were laying out the dialogue in that Dylan scene. And we were just laying out the sheets on the, of the script on the table. And I was like, holy it crap. It covered like the entire conference like, table. We've got, we've got... Yeah, that, I remember that. <laughs> we went in and you just laid it out. Yeah, it's like, it was long. Was it not like five... I don't know. It was, but we had we, maybe we, more because we come back in, don't we? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, um, so I was I remember stressing about that, but I remember you actually saying afterwards that you were like, oh, but that's what filmmaking's like, you know, like if you knew where, like a filmmaker has a certain mentality. If they really thought about how much work it was, they would never do it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You knew what you were doing. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm not doing that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's well known. The re- uh, so episode two is arguably my favourite because it kind of capitalised on it, it meant that episode one wasn't a fluke and yeah. uh, you did it quickly which I really liked again so it was, we did one each month didn't we so <laughs> For two months. I was like oh here we go you know this is going to be our you know there's going to be a few bumps along the way it's never going to always be perfect but we're making them and we're going to kind of learn as we go do you know what I mean so episode two was really special to me personally <laughs> even though actually shooting it was a bit of a drag I think it's um, special for another reason I think for you as well because of um, one key ingredient that we've all come to know and love as um, uh, potion crazy <laughs> <laughs> so well potion crazy when you first put it on YouTube um, you put it on your Facebook group and you hadn't told me that you were doing it and I thought it was one of your earlier films <laughs> and when I saw it I, I think I called Liam and said what's, what, uh, what's going on? Um, you know, what, what is this? Why, why are you releasing this now? And Liam said no, no, it's from the next episode and it reassured me and then once I got the joke it became the funniest thing all the time and infamously me and actually, my, my friend Baz and Ed, who's now been an actor in front of Spielberg, got drunk one night and found it to be the funniest thing of all time, so about four in the morning. Nice. Um, and when we reminisce, we all say, yeah, well, things got a little potion crazy that night. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. All right, well, it's nice to hear, uh, it's nice to hear your thoughts, Kyle. It's, um, no, it's a pleasure. We'll, we'll be doing another Let's Dial Kyle um, at some point soon um, maybe, so you find, maybe you could find another interesting place to <laughs> yeah. interview from yeah last time I was having dinner and <laughs> yeah. uh, this time yeah I'm in the bath so yeah just Great. let's keep it random love yeah. it alright nice chatting friend talk to yeah, you soon you too. good to see speak to you man someone. see ya take care big love bye bye, bye. <laughs> good always great to talk to Kyle while he's in the bath less style Kyle yeah well, that so, was a very funny situation that could have been an episode of Sons of Spielberg in itself. Kyle doing some sort of interaction with the Sons of Spielberg begrudgingly mm. from a bubbly bath. From a bath, yeah. It's the lessons learned section, Stuart. This is my favourite section. Wow. What lessons did we learn? Uh, I think we learned quite a lot. Tell me one of them. 
um, you can do anything you set your mind to. Wow. If that thing is that you're going to produce uh, two episodes of a web series within <laughs> yeah. two months. You could do it. You can do it. Yeah. You I can't mean, do three. No, three, that was impossible. <laughs> That's for too many. <laughs> <laughs> but working to deadlines, uh, Stuart, that was key, wasn't it? Yeah, that and was on key. On that occasion. It is like what uh, Kyle was saying about how... Um, it maybe meant that some of it wasn't as fun make, making it. Although it was fun, but some of it was like a bit harder going because it was like, oh, flip, we've got to get this yeah. finished. Um, but uh, but it meant that it got done. Um, what other things, Stuart? Um, always be hustling. So Every it, day I'm hustling. Yeah, you yeah. got it. You got it. So the, we, we alluded to the um, situation where we needed an office scene and had... We didn't have an office. No way, Jose. Let alone a place to film an office scene. No. So we had to approach people that we thought might be able to help us out and had no real skin in the game when it comes to Sons of Spielberg, so why would they necessarily help us out if it was going to put them out of their way? Yeah. And it ultimately ended up being a really great situation where we got free reign of this fantastic location. The other thing very similar to that was, uh, and we've done this a couple of times for Sons of Spielberg and various other things, is the cafe scene at the end. Um, we literally were standing outside a cafe thinking, we need to film a cafe scene somewhere. Let's ask these guys. Um, and we said, can we come in and film here? And they said, when? And we said, now. <laughs> and they said, yeah. <laughs> Loads of people um, will not, uh, they won't even try to act like, so they'll, th- like, for example, get into, like, we got the Proclaimers, for example, yeah. in, in episode three. Mo- most people wouldn't even try that. They wouldn't, because they'd be like, well, why would they do that? That's stupid. You yeah, know, so they, they, they count no. themselves out the game before yeah. they've even tried. Um, whereas we'll be like, oh, it'd be good to have the, the proclaimers in this, yes, um, and then and we're so then we'll, conceited. Then we'll, yeah, and then we'll <laughs> then we'll try and get them to do it. And and the thing is, like, it, more than likely, people will say no. Like, we I don't know if we mentioned this in the other podcast, but I said to I finally I managed to track down the Emperor from Star Wars because I found out that uh, uh, Ian, Ian McDermott he used he certainly used to live in Carnoustie, which is beside Dundee, and. Uh, so I managed to get an email for it for him um, by doing some insane Google searching, and uh, and got in touch and asked him to play one of the roles in episode three, and he did actually email back like him personally. So we have a we have a an email from the Emperor of you know Star Wars fame. Um, saying uh, no thanks. <laughs> did he not say, did he not he say did, something? He was like very a, nice. He was like, no, uh, it's, it's not for me. Uh, but uh, good luck with what seems like a fun project. That's right. So uh, I was wanting to do a lot of posters and things uh, that had like him on the front with lightning coming out of his hand, saying, uh, "Looks like a fun project." <laughs> Looks like a fr- fun project. <laughs> not even Ian just McDermott. a fun project. Um, <laughs> but not even credited as Ian McDermott, just as <laughs> Emperor, Emperor Palpatine. Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yes, but you know, like like that like that, most people will probably be like, nah, I'm not why would it you know, most people probably will say no, but some people say yes. You gotta stand out ask somehow. Them. Ask so them. So ask the Emperor to be in your film. Another thing, Stuart, make friends. And I think that's one of the most important things in the Sons of Spielberg uh, history. That's been a huge asset made, for us really, made, isn't it? Yeah. Because sometimes sometimes you we're lucky, you know, like people that are not our friends, like the cafe owner. Uh, will be like, uh, sure, on you go, do it. But most of the time, we were, uh, I've just been jammy in terms of making lots of pals wherever we go, 
and just just be a nice person yeah. and make friends with people and also you know do things for other people and then they will do things for you too later yes um you know not and don't not that you want to approach life with a mercenary <laughs> attitude but you know <laughs> Uh, but like uh, that is how we've managed to make any of Sons of Spielberg is just other people being generous with their time and energy and uh, locations and all that kind of stuff yeah. you know so just being available to yeah. help us out sometimes at the drop of a hat or come to this location and that location yeah. and drive around with us or walk from location to location and people just kind of have seemed to have a good attitude towards it and we've always tried to as much as possible make it fun for people mm. and what what kind of sucks for us as filmmakers is when we're super under pressure and we've got a, a room full of people and we're just not able to make it fun for them because there's so much to do you yeah, almost feel rushing. like you're 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 not giving them that experience of hey it's really great fun to work on Sons of Spielberg and, mm. and we're making friends and, and that's been disappointed sometimes we've not managed to achieve that I think in the episode two point we 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 did a pretty good job. It was a, a small cast, a small crew, and you're still able to make time for those kind of the the moments of fun and the banter, and and we'll mm. always have like good memories with the guys involved in that episode. Mm. Um, but yeah, it wasn't. It's not been true of every scene of every episode. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's but but yeah. but what you're saying is absolutely true. It's your friends that are the vehicle mm. that help you achieve that success. In the world of being an independent filmmaker, if you've got no money and you're trying to make a film, then you have to make friends. So, you know, good luck. So that's that's uh, another podcast from us. Episode two seems like a long time ago now, but really good to reminisce on it. Um, we've got more podcasts coming. Um, there is always stuff that we're showing, um, like behind the scenes or bloopers or things like that on Facebook and on YouTube. So keep Instagram. tuning into that stuff. Yeah, well, listen, and yeah, because the, the SOS community is just, uh, wow, that sounded so pretentious. That's incredible. That <laughs> yes, is incredible how conceited yeah. and pretentious that was. But, yeah, just... you know, uh, but the, the whole thing of us doing this thing, it's, we make this thing um, at the moment where there's no money, there's no, like, we do it because we want people to enjoy it. We want you guys to like it. And, uh, and if you don't like it, that's fine. That's cool. Um, you know? Um, go watch something else but uh, if you do like it then please follow and and get you know get in touch get involved and all the rest of it because uh, that's the only way that we'll we'll get more of this don't troll us or we will end you yeah well (laughs) (laughs) Stu will he'll be in an icy tomb (laughs) alright well thanks a lot everyone thanks everyone for listening uh, and uh, check out the next podcast as well we're coming to you soon